Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. The promise, the oath, and the seal. The promise, the oath, and the seal, S-E-A-L. So we've been journeying this week talking about precepts, talking about orders, right? We've been using this backdrop of our great military as this uh, story line to kind of give us the imagery behind where in the Bible our orders that we've been given by God are these authoritative rules for our actions in our daily lives. And the goal with that is to be able to bring us to a place of rest as entrepreneurs because lots of time we struggle with finding our place of rest finding that place to operate from, right? We pursue rest as rest is something that's outside, something we have to acquire. But God's instructions really for us in serving him as believers in anything that we do starts from a place of rest. We must, it's a position that we're in. It's a position that we take. And as I was thinking about that and I thought, you know, with the military, Soldiers go out, they serve, some serve in wartime, some serve in, you know, dis, you know, some challenge moments, but some serve where there's peacetime. But there is still assignments, there's still orders that they are given, there's still jobs that they have to do, and there's certain directives that they have to fulfill throughout their service. And it's amazing how they're able to operate from a position of rest. Now, they may in their own private times or even close in their quarters as soldiers because I personally have never served, so I'm not sure how that works, but I'm talking from a person looking outside, looking in to us, right, as civilians. We've never seen where a soldier isn't prepared or a soldier isn't or a soldier is questioning that job or questioning going into that deployment, right? They There is something about their inner working, that they serve their country from a place of rest. And I think that rest started at enlistment, at enlistment. Because, see, there's a military oath that they take when they get enlisted. There is an oath or an affirmation that they have to swear to to go into the military. So they take this oath, and in exchange for their oath, that entity that they're swearing to serve under, right, that they're swearing to blindly serve under, issues a set of promises. These promises are to provide for them the necessities of life, to protect them, to compensate them, and to overall care for them in exchange for their commitment to serve or to carry out the orders that are going to be extended to them during their period of service, right? And now when we think about that as well as believers, there is not an oath or an affirmation that we take. God himself is the promise, the oath, and the seal. And we'll keep looking at that, right? But in the military, you know, it's, it's an exchange between the entity of that branch or that branch of military and the individual. And when that individual goes in, he not only goes in and swears that oath for himself, But even whether he has family connected to him when he goes in or not, immediate family, right, that he's responsible for, doesn't cover back to his parents, but his spouse or his children, 
He's taking that oath for them too. It extends to them. They they get the byproducts of his oath, right? They, you know, uh, one of our members, uh, Michelle, she said this. I think last week she was uh, someone was thanking her for her service on our networking mixer, and she said thank you to the families because they serve as well, right? We they they are enlisting as well because their life follows your life. Anything connected to you, you you they they get the same provisions, the same protection, the same you know that that form of compensation and caring for in a in a different way, but it still comes down to them because of you, right? And so no matter how long you serve, they serve. And depending on the length of your service determines how well those promises may increase because there's uh, some monetary issues, there's some numbers added to it. You may, depending on the years of service you get, you could end up with long, lifetime, lifetime care, right, in your health, in, in, in compensation, in protection, in provision, and in benefits that allow you to still uh, benefit from the military service that you have set forth. And also, additionally, there's a seal. That seal comes in the form of your military ID or the seal placed on all of your legal documentations that says now you're under the protection of the military. You can't be arrested like a civilian. You, the military comes in on your behalf because you are now being called apart or set apart from civilians, right, in that sense because of that oath that you've taken. Right, And so the promise, the seal, and the oath, the military extends that promise for their part and that seal unto you for the oath that you've given. Now keep in mind, it looks like they've given two things, but this is an uneven exchange because you're giving up freedom and your life. You're giving up your desires, your wants, your thoughts, your ideas. You don't have none. You think the way the military thinks. You, you, if when they speaking and being interviewed, they talking about you. You don't really give much of a say so, right? You may try to extend it in a certain way, and I'm sure there's certain protocols and procedures that if you happen to step out of line or forget your oath, they remind you of that. So now the things that they're kind of giving you seems not quite as much, you know. It's great. However, many, and we're grateful, have decided that the risk, the rewards outweigh the risk that they have to take for their dedication and service, and they make that commitment. So I was wondering for us as believers, we have a promise, oath, and a seal that we don't even participate in that had nothing to do with us, and we have been granted just like the families connected to those soldiers, we've been granted into all of these benefits, all of the protection, all of the necessities, all of the compensation, all of the power, all of the authority that comes. All we're simply asked to do is believe. God made the promise himself. He then takes his promise and guarantees that promise by his own seal, and he took an oath. He swore by himself. It doesn't involve us. We cannot come in and affirm or promise to do anything because we are fallen by nature. We're humans. We're, Adam took care of that, right? He has put us in a state that our word means nothing. It has no valid, no valid thing behind it. It can't serve anything. It can't even serve us. So God himself said, Okay, 
I'm going to come. I'll be the promise. It's in Psalms. Uh, we look at Psalms 18 and 30. As for God, he, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is the shield to all who trust him, for he is our rock. For who is our rock except God, right? That's Psalms 18 and 30 and 2 Samuel 22 and 31. When God makes a promise, it is perfectly trustworthy, and it is a rock-solid promise. He, he took care of it because he knew we couldn't keep it. There's no promise we're capable of keeping. But because he loved us so much, because he wanted to put us in a place of rest, a position of rest to operate from, he came and said, okay, now that my promise is unmutable, but I'll give you a little bit more to stand on and to anchor you in. So he confirmed that promise with an oath. We see that in Hebrews chapter 6. Verses 13 through 20, it says, For when God made the promise to Abraham, since God could swear by no one greater, he swore by himself. God said, Surely I will bless and multiply you. And so, after Abraham had patiently waited, he obtained that promise. Now it says, Now people swear by something greater than themselves. Moreover, in all their disputes, an oath is the final confirmation. So God desired all the more to convince the heirs of the promise that his purpose is unchangeable. So God guaranteed his promise with an oath. Thus, we have two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie. In the promise and the oath, we have strong encouragement to take a firm hold of the hope set before us. That's Hebrews 6, verses 16 and 18. And Hebrews 6, verses 19 and 20 says, This hope is our sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. This hope enters behind the curtain into the inner place. Jesus has gone there as our forerunner, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So we see right here that this oath, God, the promise was confirmed with an oath that God did by himself. He did not bring in anything else to bring it about. And when he got ready to do the seal, he then himself breathed and gave Mary the seed that would become the one that would cover all the sins for us, that would lead forth to his seal coming. His seal is the Holy Spirit. His Holy Spirit is directly a result of the death, burial, and resurrection of God's Son, Jesus Christ. He said, so I am the, I'm the promise, I'm the oath, and I'm the seal. So can't nothing be broken, right? There's a guarantee that we can live from a place of rest and execute in all areas of our lives from the fact that all this has already been done. Our protection, our provision, our compensation, all of that is already set forth. We are just granted into it by our choice to believe. But we have to choose to believe it. We have to be set in stone in what it is that we believe. We cannot waver and then think that we're going to receive anything from God or anything that he has available to us. It's not because we have been moved out of it or we don't believe or we don't have enough faith. We've just doubted what he's already put in place. 
And so an example is the military. Soldiers do not doubt the military. They don't doubt the commander-in-chief. It don't matter who's sitting in the seat. They're going to be firm and dedicated to the oath that they have taken. Now, you don't even have to take the oath. You don't even get to control the promise or the seal. You are granted into it. So how much easier is it for us as believers to just simply believe what God has said because he has proven his word is unchangeable? He has has closed the door. The promise oath and the seal has been done, not by us or anything that we can do, but by him himself. And because he loved us so much, he said, here, you're granted in. Here's my seal to cover you as you live throughout this earth, as you execute on that entrepreneurial journey, as you execute on that wife or that spouse that you have to care for, as you execute on your parenting, as you execute on being a good uh, uh, sibling or a good child. Here is my promise, oath, and seal. So everything you do, you operate from knowing that that anchor has you covered. There's nowhere you can go that he can't find you. There's nowhere that you can go, nothing you can do that he's not with you. All you have to do is believe it. All you have to do is be solid in what you have decided to do. There is even scripture that tells us not to swear by anything, not to take or, or, or think that we need to do. He says, just let your yes be yes and your no be no. Just believe what you believe. Either you do or you don't. Either you believe what I've done or you don't. Now, it's easier for you to believe it because I've already covered it. I've done the work. There's no work for you to do. Now, that's a little challenging because as humans, we think there's something we have to do. We think there's something we have to earn. So we're challenged with trying to find that place of rest. So I hope I've encouraged you today. If nothing else, if you are ever struggling with finding the place of rest that God has created for you to abide in as you walk this land, I encourage you to look at the military. They operate from a place of rest that we all can learn a lesson from. They go and come. No matter what it is, they don't have no questions. They don't have no doubt because their belief has already already been settled. They've already made their mind up. So we just have to simply look to them and say, you know what? If they can do it unto the United States of America, how in the world can we not do it unto the creator of all, God himself, who did everything? He's the promise, the oath, and the seal. How could we waver when he's done all of this and given us the extension through Jesus to just come in. All we have to do is believe. The promise, the oath, and the seal is our position of rest. It's the anchor of hope for our soul. So let us operate from that in all that we do. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you, encouraged you. I hope it is giving you peace and rest so that you can continue to operate with intention and authenticity the way that God has created you to be so that you can leave the footprint and the impact that you have been designed to do. Thank you for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired, and we'll be back on the line tomorrow morning. At the same time, you guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.